Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wales lose the opening game of an autumn international series for another successive year. But who is to blame for their awful starts? Howley, Gatland, Edwards or the players? Welcome to the Attacking Scrum Podcast. Well, where to begin then? I'm in a, a pretty awful mood, Dan. I don't know about you. I'm all right, actually. I'm feeling uh, feeling fairly relaxed. Yeah, you do look. You do look remarkably more relaxed than than I am. What's when you put this down to? Sure, it can't be the rugby, surely. No, no. Well, I actually had some uh, some acupuncture on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after the game. <laughs> no, no, before actually. Yeah. Um, have you ever had it? No, no, I haven't. I, there was there was times in the uh, in the first half I felt like sticking pins in my eyes, but no, I've uh, I've never I've never had acupuncture administered on me. Is it something you recommend? I would recommend it actually. Yeah. It's um, a little bit bizarre. You sort of pop in there, and you know the classic sort of you know can you loosen your belt? And you're wondering where this is going. It was just acupuncture, yeah. It was this time, yeah. <laughs> you sort of you, you you drop your trousers, yeah. And then you reveal your vest, yeah. And uh, you lie down, and uh, you, you do realize we get into the stage where the vest is going to be like a co-host on here. It's like it's it's going to have a it's going to have a parody Twitter account, and <laughs> we'll, be in, we'll be introducing the vest each week. Yeah, I've got to try. I've got to try not mentioning it anymore. Um, but yeah, lie down, and then I had about four or five four or five needles in my ankles, hmm. six in my stomach, and uh, four in the head. It's you can actually feel them. It's, it is a little. You know, I thought they would just sort of go in and, you, and you'd, you'd feel nothing, but you can feel the little, the little sort of prick. little prick of it, yeah. Um, and they said, you know, is that all right? And you sort of, you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. can't feel it at all. But yeah, I was, I was, I was sort of, it was about forty-five minutes long with a heat lamp over the middle of me, yeah. and I was vividly dreaming. Um, some bizarre dreams. Going you weren't on. dreaming of uh, of Wales running in some tries or making some tackles, were you? Because that would have been that would have been very. That would have been a very lucid dream, you know, the kind of stuff that you 
Well, by the end of it, because I had a consultation beforehand where they were going through this, that and everything, looking at my tongue, trying to tell me sort of what had happened in my life and all sorts of things. Um, it, it, I was really delayed. Mm. So I was, by the end of it, I was thinking, I just, I've just got to get the hell out of here, you know? <laughs> but I, I can't take these things out were you, myself. Were you in danger of missing kickoff? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well yeah. I, I, I'm ashamed to say I did miss it by by, by two or three minutes. Ooh, but, uh, well, uh, yeah, probably I mean, not we, a bad one too. I was going to say, we were at least a penalty yeah, down. We were, yeah, it was 3-0 down yeah. when I walked into the pub. I know, but uh, yeah, I think the writing was on the wall from that. But uh, well, if it's working for you, yeah, I think you I might need, have to get down there. You need to get yourself down there. I definitely. do, don't I? Yeah, I'm, the address after. I'm my eye, like my eyelids twitching from from anger. I've I've really uh, still now not not over it. I'm really really angry about the whole thing, to be honest. Which is which is where we're going to be starting for for fronting up this week. There's only one place to to go really, and that's what just you know looking at the bigger picture. Why are Wales always losing? The opening games and and not just you know not just uh, a loss as well because I think we could, probably could have taken a loss. We both predicted it last week. Yeah, it was the way in which wasn't it? The way in which we lost really. It was yeah, it was absolutely insipid. I couldn't you know I can't, I can't really, well I can think of loads of other words but they all pretty much describe it in exactly the same way. And I think what we you know what we want to get to the bottom of tonight is is having to explore at, at the reasons why and you know kind of what's what and who is behind this. So. The obvious candidate to start with, as I think a lot of the a lot of the media has done, is Rob Howley. So, you know, we have a look at at the the times he's he's been in charge. So there was that series loss to Australia in twenty twelve, three nil yeah. over in Australia, which is nothing uncommon. Then lost all four autumn internationals that year, including a loss to a loss to Samoa and Argentina and subsequently that's what meant we had the the group of death come the World Cup. It's looking likely we're going to have that again, isn't it? Well, it, it is really. And then the following the following Six Nations campaign, which he he led as well, we got absolutely dicked by uh, by Ireland. You know, in a, you know in a, in a comparable kind of a comparable kind of display. I think how much is Rob Halley to blame for for Wales when it comes to to poor starts? Or is that too much of a loaded question? But I'm going to keep it loaded and, and ask you, Dan, how much is Howley to blame? I don't think we can blame Rob Howley um, massively. I know you're you put out you put a lot on him or everything mm. on him. Um, a lot a lot of that has to come down to the players. Okay. Um, yeah, we you know if we lose, um, but we sort of you know we put up a fight. Yeah. Then you could argue to say that you know the tactic you know. The tactics at the at the sort of uh, you know at the high end there were were, were wrong. Yeah, but it was tactically we did get it wrong, um, but just the players just didn't didn't help in any way at all. So but is that the, what is the tactics what resulted in us losing so poorly? You know, we we went out there thinking we were going to be able to to dominate the game up front, and it was anything but. Every time we had the ball, we were smashed back five yards in collision. They nailed us at the breakdown. And and the the line out, which has been something we kind of pride ourselves on defending that recently, you know, which, you know, particularly with Charters at the middle of that, they absolutely did a number on us in that regard. Yeah, we lost the we lost the collisions, didn't we? Um, but the the miss tack, you know, the missed tackles that came about, they you know they shouldn't have they shouldn't have they shouldn't have happened. Hmm. Um, I just think it was a 
we I don't think we need to panic massively. I think it was it was a very very bad day at the office, and these and these things happen. But why does it keep happening? Why does it happen to Wales every time we start a campaign? You know, it's happened earlier on this year as well with with that loss at Twickenham ahead of the the New Zealand ahead of the New Zealand tour. It's happened repeatedly with big you know again it's happened in the Six Nations. It's happened in the autumn. Why is it that we just cannot get up for the you know for the first game of a of a series. Do you think that's down to the players? I do, yeah. I do think it's down to the players. You have you have to look at the coaches as well uh, to a degree, but the players are going out there and and taking the field. They you know they do play at times what what they see in front of them. Um, they are able to, to to mix it up. It's not it's not like they're sort of formatted machines. Although you may argue against that. But if they are, is that being coached out of them by you know by Harley and Gatland? No, I don't think I don't think it is. They, they, we've, we have been hugely successful under these coaches. We've got to remember that. I think, um, yeah, we have. But when was the last time we won anything of note? Right. So there've been some more right performances in there, and fine. Okay, we got out of the groups in in the World Cup, which I think was no small achievement given the the injury crisis. But the yeah. last piece of silverware was in 2013, where again we got smashed in the first game. Price that you know it's not. It's not. It's not a huge wealth of, of recent success. No, it isn't. But we have to. We, I think we have to look back. You know, look back over the years, and we've done very, very well under these coaches. And everyone seems to be talking about at the moment about us changing our our style of play. Yeah. Um, we are. We are adapting slowly, but you know the, the er- errors are going to come in because of the way which the way we we changed our game I didn't see um, I didn't see much evidence of that on Saturday though by way of changing the game it looked no, like outside of that outside of the game mm. on Saturday really I think against I'm I'm going back to New Zealand you know yeah. we 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 played a beautiful brand brand, um, brand of rugby um, beautiful might be overselling it a bit. I thought it was vastly improved. I, to me, it was beautiful. Okay, I, I, I thought it was exceptional. Um, I really do. And you know, they scored. They scored plenty of tries. We scored plenty of tries. We scored five tries, didn't we? And it was we just in that game. We just didn't. We just didn't turn up, and we were awful, um, pretty much to a man. Um, Larkham, Larkham got the better of us, didn't he? Um, Larkham, Checker, everyone involved with that coaching set I've got the better of their opposite number because yeah. it was like a it was like a training session for we, them yeah we made we made it very very easy didn't we we made them look spectacular in my opinion um, I thought they were good they were clean they, they, well no they weren't clinical actually they probably left 30 points out there but there were times where they executed skills to carve us open and didn't necessarily finish them off yeah but it was very basic wasn't it it was easy it was so easy to do when you look back when you look back at the tape but that's... I, I painfully went through it and um it was so so simple. Yeah, it was, and I, I do, I, I do agree with you because I think the players have to, have to carry, particularly this, particularly this um, performance. The players are going to have to carry the can on this one because there were some awful individual errors in amongst the fact that we were outcoached, right? So, Jamie Roberts, I don't think I've ever seen him have as poor a game as that. Completely yeah. ineffective. George North, you know. Was was uh, these are all individual errors? You know, North. This yeah. wasn't down to a system. George North. When does he ever miss that many tackles he's, and look that out of? He's 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 missed a lot of tackles um, for the last few seasons. I think he needs to. He definitely needs to get back on the tackle pads. He's an enormous man. Yeah, and um, he just he just people just go through him so so easily, or he just completely misses them. There, there does have to be there does have to be some honesty and some accountability from the players, right? And they've got to they've got to take yeah. this on the chin because. 
And it's hard for us to say, right, you see all the pundits that we kind of criticised last week churn out the same old cliches and say, the players will be here, the players will be hurting more than we will, etc., etc., etc. And I hope that is the case, because it was truly woeful performance, and it's not the first time we've seen, you know, maybe quite it hasn't been this bad, but that Ireland game again springs to mind with how awful we were. The 2012 Autumn Series was appalling. The England game earlier on at Twickenham this year, it just it can't kind of carry on. So I do agree that the players have yeah. to take some responsibility. Yeah, because we can't when we because we we typically start so so badly, we don't necessarily change the way we play. Yet we we get more and more competitive. We'll, we'll go we'll go well um, next week, um, I believe, and we won't change things massively. It'll be the same personnel pretty much, give or take a few, you know, two maybe two or three changes. That's it. And there'll be a, a, a far greater improvement. Tactics will be, you know, probably relatively the same, but we'll we'll have a lot more ball. And I, I a lot of it's got to come down to the players. I really do think that it does, right? You know, and I, I think particularly on this occasion, a lot's been you know, lots been made about style of play, right, and how it hasn't moved on and it's brought us success in the past, but hasn't really delivered anything in the last couple of years. Surely, then that's you know that's. Gatlin's responsibility, isn't it, as, as head coach, the style yeah. of rugby we play? But for, but for me, there's for me, there's too much emphasis on this. Um, you know, we have, you know, everyone's harping on about it. We have to change our style of play. We, we are, we are changing our style of play, but it's 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 gonna it's gonna take time. It didn't happen. We didn't show it on Saturday. But I we, do, well, I mean, I don't we know what brand. Show. I don't know what brand of rugby they're trying to play on Saturday. It, it, well, it it was. I'd say schoolboy, but that'd, be, it, that'd but, be very unfair on a lot of school teams. Yeah, we we didn't show it Saturday, but we are. We are change. I believe we're changing it, um, but we haven't. It's 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 going to take a little bit of time, and I think we just need to ease off a little bit. I'm I'm really really worried about the the fact that all of these, all of the worst performances I can remember at the start of the series, the vast majority of them have been under Hayley's stewardship. You know, and the only the only time I can think we played as badly as we did on Saturday was that Ireland game in 2013 where a couple of tries in the second half papered over the cracks because we were blown away and we were definitely blown away on Saturday and I think 50 points wouldn't have flattered Australia, right? What about the next game though in that campaign? The next game was what? Was that a ground out a win against France, was it? Yeah, we, we weren't we weren't convincing but we, we got a couple of wins. Well, again. yeah, we beat France then beat... They were poor. Yeah, they were really poor. And then beat Italy and Scotland. Yeah. I can't remember in which order. But again, you know, I think France, got, ca- France got bigger problems than we have. But in that island, we came, we came back, didn't we? We did. Um, but again, you know, like again, how do you try to churn this out on Saturday and say, oh yeah, you know, the, it's not going to give me sleepless nights? But again, the players though, we showed in that in that island game that it was a game of two halves. We were absolutely blown away. Suddenly, we turned it on. If we'd had another another. Another five to six minutes, we would have won that. So again, for me, I don't think we would have. I think do you? I, no, I don't. I th- I think that the Ireland thought the game was won. They let yeah, a they bit were, of complacency. There was a little bit of, uh, and I think the, the probably must have been twitching a little bit at the end. There, maybe, maybe I'm not sure. You think they were tight, do you? I never felt during that game we were going to win it, and I certainly didn't on Saturday. From you know, from the opening seven or eight minutes, it looked abundantly clear that one side, one side was was going to run out the winner there. And I'm worried that every, you know, that these particularly awful, like I say, if we'd have lost, look, I can, I can deal with it. But that that level of performance, it makes me think, you know, do these players want to play for Hayley? What would you, what would you do? Would you? 
Well, I wouldn't have him as I wouldn't have him as as coach, right? And I've I've said I said a couple of weeks ago I'd be happy to you know to kind of kind of wished him all the best with it, and I'd be happy to eat my words if he turned out to be the astute coach that the WIU yeah. seem to think he is. It just I've seen very little evidence of that, right? So I think you're going to have to go. He's going to have to go some to to convince a lot of people in Wales. It's also for me. It's a, it's a difficult. It's a difficult place for him to be, though, as well as an interim as an interim coach, because you are, you're probably to the players. You're still not the coach. Mm. So if Gatlin walked, you know, if Gatlin walked into the changing room, yeah. they'd instantly turn their heads to him. He is the coach still. So it's, a, it's quite, it's quite difficult, I think, to manage. Um, yeah, he should, you know, should the players should respond, and the, but it's a, for me, we just we've got to give him, we got to give him a bit more time. If Sean Edwards was head coach. Would the players respond, you know, when he's in there? Obviously, he's got a much more a reputation as a much more fierce disciplinarian. Well, he's still, you know, he's he'll be dishing out things in there. Um, they've probably got, they've obviously got different different roles, haven't they? Yeah. Um, so he's, if if we're going to blame Howley, he's got to be, he's got to be right up there. If not, if not the one taking the taking the majority of the well, slack because the yeah the defense you know the defense was 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 that poor well i think all the co- i think all the coaches are going to be in for some criticism because you're right the the defense has been really poor you know there's a lot of stats yeah. around how many how many I'm, points we've conceded in the last few games yeah i think you can you can kind of ignore new zealand away yeah, because I, you're going to concede a lot there yeah that those 26 tries that we've conceded obviously edwards got annoyed mm. didn't he in that press conference we had played against new zealand so yeah, i think it's a, i think it's a silly stat but, but yeah. the, the the how you know howley's role um is if we break it down, is largely when when we've got the ball. We didn't have the we didn't have the ball. We were always going to get pumped because we we just we just couldn't get our hands on it. That's his role as attack coach. When he's in the whether it be in an interim basis or not, you know, surely how he's got to go above and beyond to convince people that he's the right man for this job. And he's got you know he's got to take a, a large amount of responsibility. And likewise, he's, if he can't command a dressing room, whether it's on an interim basis or not, I appreciate it's a difficult position. But that, to me, kind of cements the fact that he's not—he's not the right man for the job, because we've seen it. In, we've seen it in the past where there've been dressing rooms that coaches haven't been able to control, right? And you know, we all kind of know how the Gareth Jenkins thing played out. Mm. Yeah, it's impossible to say without knowing, but player power was deemed to be a part of that, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know whether I don't know whether he can't command. You know, I think you undoubtedly respect him for as a, as a player. Um, I think we're all we're all we're all making a bit too much of it. It was a it was a bad day. We just need to move on from it. I'm not saying. Oh, I think it's more than that. Yeah. I think yeah, it's just happening too often that the play, you know that the the systems are not in place when it comes to that big first game. But if we, I believe we'll go out next next week mm. and we'll go well. What would you say then at that point? Well, one, I don't think it should should paper over the cracks of just how bad a performance that was right and if you play that badly in a world cup you're going to be in real trouble mm. right regardless of the opposition you're playing and you know japan would have beaten us on on saturday yeah. it's not meant to be disrespectful of japan but they are you know the the weakest of our opposition this autumn and they would have yeah. they just strolled it but the play the players wouldn't have played as badly um as they did and that's what that's what i think is coming down to the players, yeah, yeah no, I do, and I, I agree. They've got to, they've got to take some responsibility. But yeah. 
I think they they they'd hold their hand. They they have, haven't they? A lot of them hold their hands up and say that was we had a really really we were substandard individually. We were poor. Um, but the fact that it is constantly happening at the start of each series makes me think that it is down to the coaching. And for that, so, but then we'd have to everyone's blame. everyone's got a lot of the coaches. Yeah, no, everyone does. And I suppose more than anyone, Gatlin probably has to carry the can for that because he's even though he's away at the moment, he's had this side for yeah. a, a huge amount of time. I also don't think the WRU should have let him go off on this, you know, off on the lines. I don't know if it's in his contract. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit different, but it's hugely disruptive. And I, I called this when it happened and said that all saw what happened in 2012-13 and the, the state that, that Wales were in. Yeah, fine. We, we may have won the Triple Crown and... Uh, not Triple Crown. We may have won the Championship in, in 2013, but that was off the back of one game, which he was back for. And I just think, you know, that's... That's a massive disruptive thing to have him going when really he should be concentrating on his last four years of the contract of his contract. Yeah, it is disruptive, but I think we we should be it's, it's the same group of players, isn't it? They should be able they should be able to respond. They know the systems really that we play to. Um and there shouldn't be a massive amount of difference. But for whatever reason there has been in this in this particular game. There is and yeah, I don't know. I, I think the other thing with to go back to Gatlin for me, right? Is he picks his coaches, right? It's not like a situation where they're they're kind of yeah. put in for him. He should have. I think he should have freshened things up as well. After the, you know, I think the thing that he's done very well during his time is, you know, he has delivered with this kind of limited game plan, but it's fine. It delivered for a, it's been very effective for a, for a while. Yeah, against you know, against Northern Hemisphere opposition predominantly, he's delivered that. The time post World Cup or certainly post at the end of their of the contracts to to bring in a bit of fresh blood into the into the coaching staff, I think he should have taken advantage of that. So I, you know, personally, I wouldn't have had Rob Halley in the in the setup at all. No, I would have brought in a new attack coach. And you know, it's difficult, and there's you know, it's not a decision you want to take lightly. But at the same time, that's the area that we struggled. And if you're going to need if you're going to need some, you know, some some new ideas and some freshness, and trying to get something new out of the backs, I don't think it's the same guy who's who's delivered uh, this this style of rugby, particularly yeah. amongst the backs. But going against that, the the attack play in in New Zealand was was was, was sensational. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know if I, I personally, I don't think it was sensational. I think it was vastly improved, but then it wasn't at the level that, that kind of made me think. Yeah, I thought we were very competitive. For you know, sixty minutes of the first two tests, and then the third game was probably a, just a bridge too far. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think it was by no means the complete article. I thought it was a step in the right direction. Yeah. Whereas I think some some brand new blood. I wonder whether freshen that yeah, up completely. Just thinking now, I wonder whether with when you have this change when Gatland sort of moves away, whether the players. It's like you know when you're in work and mm. you're, you know, you've got someone right at the top there. This this pretty hard hitting and. If they're if they're with you for a week, it's really really intense, isn't it? And they they're off then to into another part of the business. Yeah. You, you you feel you do relax a little bit. Yeah. And I wonder whether that that's that comes into play that when he's away, they can sort of have a, have a little. But it bit looks of that way. And it hits you know it's obviously hit them in this game, but that doesn't that doesn't get around the fact that this has happened yeah. when he's been there or not. And there's a world of difference um, between you potentially taking the. You know, taking the odd Friday afternoon early, right, to beat the rush out of traffic, <laughs> and elite sportsmen taking the foot off their pedal. Yeah, 
And if that's you know if that's happening, then that kind of speaks volumes of of Halu to me. Yeah. That he's just he doesn't he doesn't have enough authority over those players to to get them to play to whatever whatever systems it is he wants them to play to. And that for me is a that for me is a massive worry. I think uh, if that's the if that's the case, then there's no way you can get that job in the long run. Would yeah. you have it? I mean, you've you've put up a, a fairly staunch defence of him. Would you have him as as head coach when when Gatlin goes? Oh, at, at the moment, yeah, I would. I don't. From that performance there, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna hound out and single out someone, it would have to be uh, unfortunately Edwards. Um, we didn't have the ball. So we couldn't play. Yeah. Um, yes, he's the you know he's the head coach. So you know it, it, it does come down to him. But they each have their individual their individual uh, bits to do. And Ed, Edwards, you know, Larkham absolutely absolutely did a job on him. Yeah. He so did. for me, he'd be the one that would the, 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 and he is the one that's held his hand up. But I don't think um, Edwards is the type of person that if he felt that it wasn't if he felt it was you know Howley at the top that was that was the man. The man that made the uh, made the errors. I think he, 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 we wouldn't see him in that seat then. He wouldn't. He wouldn't come out and blame someone. But um, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be answering like he did. He's held his hand up and said, "Yeah, they, they did a job." Well, I think he does deserve some credit for that because the, I think the thing that's really made my blood boil with Harley was this kind of again these just these generic cliches. Yeah. In well, maybe he thinks that maybe he's fully confident that it isn't that it isn't him. Maybe that's. That's his way of. He's not. He's not a cocky individual, is he? Mm. So he's not going to come out there and say well, that. Has, that was nothing to do with me. But maybe by him being relatively passive, and seeming, you know, relatively, you know, quite calm, that he's like, hang on, I, you know, that's that's not. Well, this is, yeah, that's this, not this, me. It's, this is a bit like you and me tonight because you seem to be playing the calm role and I can't. Has he had? Has Howley had acupuncture this straight after? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that those. That press conference was really what kind of really wound me up after it. Is I was like, look, you've just got to come out there and say it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough, rather than oh, you know, it's not going to give me sleepless nights because it should be. Yeah, you want to hear, you want to hear uh, one line. Yeah, that was poor, unacceptable. That's it. No comment. Um, but again, anyway. even stuff like that, you know, he's managed the press so badly, and he's not got a very high opinion. You know, amongst Welsh rugby fans, I don't think many are particularly championing him. Yeah, we're so we're, we're so harsh though on uh, on people, aren't we? In Wales, you know, the, the the moment you know the moment something doesn't go right, we're sort of on you know we're on we're on their backs. Yeah, I get that. No, I do, and, uh, that is that is something that that's definitely inherent in Welsh rugby. But at the same time, you know, he's he's got he's not even he's had a handful of games as or not a handful, more than a handful, but he's had a couple of occasions as. As head coach, and like we say, has been in the backroom staff of a pretty successful regime. Yet no one seems to no one seems to rate him, and that and that in itself worries me. Yeah, but again, he's not you know he's not helping himself with with these kind of PR gaffes. I tell you another thing as well, right? So one Saturday was about more than selection, right? But he did make some selection errors in there, and there's no there's no two ways about that. We're going to go on to them, or yeah, Cuthbert shouldn't have been there. You know, and I know they, North was a, North was probably the worst game George North has ever played for Wales. Well, but they they, were, they, expo- they they did it. They exposed both both North yeah. and Catherine, didn't they? They're both poor under the under the mm. high ball, and we saw we saw pretty early on, didn't we? Kicks going going right, going left. Yeah. Um, and it, it, 
So they, they'd obviously looked at the tapes. But, um, but I don't know what they were thinking. They were like, oh, well, maybe we can hide Cuthbert on the left wing. Because that, that almost seemed to expose him even more. Because his defensive position is poor at the best of yeah, times. Well, we switch. They usually play on the, they usually play on the, on, yeah. on the other wings, don't they? So I, yeah. don't know, I don't know what that was about. I have no idea. Um, but again, that can only have come from the coaches. It's not like the players would have gone, oh, all right, well, yeah. well. And I'm not saying that's the reason they lost the game, but it just, it, you know, it looked even more ridiculous from minute one. But also as well, like, again, how late were the changes? Given that we were getting absolutely smashed, I wanted... And maybe this is why I'm not an international coach, but I wanted a trophy firing. I wanted someone hauled off after half an hour, like Eddie Jones did for for England. I wanted someone dragged off because it was that was truly awful. Yeah, who would you have taken off on the half hour? Don't know anyone. <laughs> anyone anyone other than Moriarty, I'd have, I'd have hauled off at that point. Yeah, I was calling for um, for some changes to be made. Literally, you know, almost immediately after, you know, five minutes after half time, as opposed yeah. to waiting another. I'd have, I'd have made you know, them. Um, if not before they did, half they, time, did, half time. they did make an impact and it couldn't have got any worse so yeah um, no and again you know that's that's what being a head coach is that's well, you make yeah. these difficult decisions which yeah. I just I didn't think he did our, our front five were woeful yeah they were they were um, smashed off the part yeah and it was it was very very difficult then for, for for anything anything good to happen wasn't it yeah I think other than some you know some admirable work at the breakdown which you expect from Gethin Jenkins there was very little positives to come out of the front five and I think Alan and Jones will be a welcome uh, inclusion to that side uh, next week. Something we haven't touched on, and this is always something that's that's wheeled out, but the Pro 12 and the strength of it, that's the usual excuse, is that the Pro 12 isn't strong enough. It's a bit harder to say that this week when Ireland have beaten New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. What a, what a game that was. I, um, I managed to catch up with... Uh, some extended highlights through uh, from BT there, and it looked as if I actually thought that the, the game had been sp- like artificially speeded up. Yeah, just sat because, on the remote. Yeah. Well, it, well, just for a split second, just because the game I'd been watching was so was so so different. Um, yeah, that was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Everything about it. Yeah, and what it what it shows is that you can have a side of players based in the Pro Twelve. Yeah. And if they, if they with the right it. coaching and the right setup, and if they want it, but they have they've had they've had some re, they've had some bad bad days, Ireland, and uh, they mm. wanted they wanted that game. They were there yeah, was they huge did. amounts of emotion. They they were you could see they were fired up for it, um, and we we weren't we weren't up we weren't up to it, were we? Mm. No, we weren't. And yeah, okay, look, maybe it's a maybe it's a question of both you know both players and coaches who've got to carry the can on that. But I've said carry the can three times on this. Four now, if you include that, I don't yeah. know why I keep saying that. It's a stock line, it is, isn't it? I yeah. don't know why I don't know where that's come from. That yeah, I'm not sure I've ever used it before either. But nonetheless, Pro 12, I just think it's you know it's normally a very convenient excuse. I don't think it helps the fact that the league is substandard, and you can you know you can churn out sides against against Italy and normally get a result pretty much week in week out. You can see Italian sides. Do you think? Do you think um, for the players, a fourth test is is too much for them? Possibly. Do you think they're, they're, they're just... It shouldn't be the first, though, should it? It should be the fourth, if anything, is the is the problem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You should be fatigued by the time the fourth comes around. Yeah. I wonder if they're going in, if they're, if they're starting it, they're thinking, oh my God, you know, this is going to, you know, this is incredibly tough. And then, and it has effect on the mentally there. You know, they are human. I know that, you know, they shouldn't happen because they're professional athletes, blah, blah, blah. But, but no, but that is, that is kind of how they've got to be judged, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, they're human. They're, they're, they're going to, they're going to, no, I mean, oh, they've got to be judged by being professional athletes because that's, 
everyone out there is, pro- you know, Australians are professional athletes, as are the Welsh, as are the Irish, as yeah. are the Kiwis. You know, they're all, all. Yeah, it was. I think it was a co- it was a combination of things. They were, for me, they were never going to lose that game. You know, coming off the back of the, of, of the rugby they've been playing, the, you know, all the all the press on them saying, you know, there's never been a better time to beat Australia. Mm. We said last week it was going to be a loss. We I just didn't didn't think it was going to be a loss in that manner, but it was it was always going to be really really tough. Okay, the other thing I wanted to touch on as well is we chat numerous times about strength in depth, and generally I've kind of said I do think we have strength in depth, but just not in key positions. But without Alan Jones, Sam Warburton, Liam Williams, Toby Falatau, we looked. Like we don't have world class replacements for them. Now, yeah. Tipperick's a great player. I'm a big fan, but and likewise, you know, kind of Bradley Davis and, and these kind of players coming in. Ross Moriarty did a, a good job at eight in, a, in an awful game. But do we have enough enough strength in depth? You know, the players that are coming in for these for these pivotal figures can they play at that same level? Can you just slot them in? It's- we can't replace we can't replace Liam, um, and we can't replace Alan Wynne Jones. We've got decent players coming mm. in, but they're not. They are they're right up there, aren't they? They're, they're our top boys. Um, so strength and depth isn't there. Um, and everyone's talking now about them coming back in, and they'll they'll make a big big difference, won't they? But well, I hope it, so. It, for me, Foley was was outstanding, isn't he? In that game, he's got a seven. Yeah. The sevens background, you could see it. He 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 ran everything so well. But Nick, it was so, it just looked so easy. You know, he looked up and Samson Lee's in front of him. And well, it was. Yeah, Nick Phipps had an armchair right, didn't he? Yeah. Forwards were, were dominating everything. Um, and he had runners. Well, they, they talked about it a lot on scrum five, and they had runners on the inside, outside. They were. It was. It was just. But it's easy to. Piece. It's easy to do when you've been outplayed in every single part of the game. Yeah. Set piece. Yeah. Hopeless. Yeah. Collision didn't work. Breakdown, we were outplayed, and then in the backs, it was just so comfortable because there was so many dog legs in the defence. There was great big gaps inside and outside. Walking, it was walking the park really. Yeah, but that's what happens when you go in when you lose the when you lose the collisions, don't you? Yeah. Um, these those those things will open up. So it was mission impossible really for the backs because the front five were, were that bad. I would have I would have made the changes in that in that front five. Um, a lot sooner. Yeah, no, I would have, I would have done as well. And Howley didn't. You know, again, all of this is kind of is evidence for me that he's just not. Uh, he is not a, a head coach of an international side, and it's all pretty. It's all pretty damning as far as I'm concerned. Just to finish, then, if you're gonna, and I think I know what you're gonna say, but if there's one element, not just for Saturday. But if there's one element that you would blame for Wales' bad starts across series, what would be the most? What would be the biggest? The players not not for, for whatever. For, I don't know the reason why, but not getting themselves not not switching on um, and getting up for it. I do think that's that's a big big part of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I do, I'm going to disagree. I think it does come down to the coaching, and I think the coaches have got to make sure the players are ready. I think if you were seeing. I think more often than not in those kind of games it has been system problems rather than individual errors. Saturday was a bit different because some really good and dependable players just didn't turn up. Mm. But I think it's normally it's you know these these kind of games where we've been blown away 
it's been down to system errors and the fact that the players haven't been prepped yeah. properly. So I'm I'm much more inclined to go with coaches. Yeah, I mean my answer my answer is probably too simplistic there, but it's far too simplistic. My question is too simplistic. You said but again, one, yeah. <laughs> but it's a it's a it's a it's a combination of things, isn't it? And I think players not not switching on for whatever reason is is, a, is an element of it. Um, tactically, we seem to be off the mark in two or three key areas, which then contributes to you know the the, the game. The it game snowballs, not, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and it all adds up. Um, and if you look back over the if you look back over the years, the the the, the sort of t- the squad that we've picked, um, the team of players, probably it's only one or two. There's one or two people each time that you that you could have changed, and we seem to get it wrong first time up, mm. and then and then we change it because it's enforced yeah. because, of the, because of the performances, um, and of course coming into that as well is injuries. We. Um, you know that that was certainly a case anyway on Saturday, wasn't it? If we'd had a few of those boys there, I don't think it would have made a difference. Don't you? I, you know, I, I, I put that in, and I, you know, I think, I think they're players that they look, not that they look better, but I think they would have been dragged into it. You know, I've seen, I've seen sides with Sam Warburton in get drubbed like that in yeah. autumn international series. I've seen sides with Alan Wynn Jones in it. If Warburton, Toby in it. Yeah, I think I think if Alan Wim if Alan Wim was there, just hold just. You know, making them all, getting them all up for it in that front five. Yeah, um, I, I think it's just, I think it's bigger than that. I think it is just a, a question of, it's a question of the, the side, the team not being ready, yeah. rather than the individuals yeah. within it. It would have been interesting if we'd had, um, if we'd have gone close and we'd have lost by five points, maybe I might have looked at it and said, okay, one of one of those players might have made the difference. But in a game like that, it was down to the fact that the whole. The side as a unit just wasn't ready. Just weren't up for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have a look at selection when it comes to when it comes to part two. So we're not quite finished uh, dissecting uh, this game, and there'll be plenty more discussion about the autumn internationals in the second part of the attacking scrum podcast. But as always, just a quick reminder that we'd love to hear from you. So please get in touch with us at attacking scrum or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash attacking scrum. Social Podcast Network.